Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, removing barriers to grow your people. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Sharek Sheikh. Sharek is the founder of CleverX, a platform that powers market research teams by providing them with access to the tools and hardest-to-reach commercial audiences. The company's platform allows users to build a network with business professionals and fellow entrepreneurs via video calls, enabling entrepreneurs to avail expert advice and grow their businesses. Before becoming a tech entrepreneur, Sharak worked with Gartner, the top technology research organization in the world. He assisted them in developing initiatives that will enable technology leaders from many industries to work together in a secure environment. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Sharak Sheikh. Thank you so much, Ed. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, first off, Sharak, why do you do what you do? That's a, that's a pretty philosophical, deep question. But I think uh, for me personally, entrepreneurship is one of those incredible things that people should definitely take up once in their life. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer in creating and building things. And I think, you know, the world we see around us is, is you know, is incredible, right? People have achieved amazing things from science, tech. Um, and I think that gives me genuine, real happiness uh, of building and creating things and putting it out in the world. And people are using it to, to solve a genuine, real problem. Uh, I think that's that's what drives me to do what we're doing right now, yeah. And you have a different take on hybrid work. Would you mind sharing that with our audience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have thousands of users on the platform and these people are, uh, you know, uh, coming from mid to senior level uh, in organizations, right? From the apples of the world to McKinsey's and small and medium scale businesses. Uh, What we've learned uh, in the past few years, uh, and, and we've seen this trend changing right after COVID, is people are... By, by our definition of hybrid work, it just doesn't mean the remote work plus work from, you know, work from home plus like uh, going to, to your physical office space. But it also means that people are thinking about doing multiple jobs in a week or in a month. Uh, we are seeing a lot of senior professionals uh, in even large companies who are taking up jobs which are three or four days of full-time work. And the other couple of days, they're doing things that are exciting to them. Because if you if you look at the stats, almost seventy to eighty percent of the people in the world say that they're not happy with their you know general work, uh, you know, uh, or day to day nine to five job. And I think COVID has given people the opportunity to to explore that option. A lot of people have taken that up, and we see a lot of people making more money in those two days than they would on their full time job. So a lot of people are thinking about it, or some of them have actually taken it up. Uh, and some people are just doing it because they want to do some fun things that they enjoy doing, which are not even relevant to the to the day to day, you know, nine to five job. Um, so that's a big trend that we're seeing. My personal and this probably is going to be a big prediction is in the next 10 to 20 years, you will see more people taking up that role and that percentage of part time plus full time job or hybrid work in our definition would be a prominent thing in the next two decades. What's been the reaction of some of the larger companies that are they allowing this? Is this something they they want to have happen too? I mean, I would be curious because some I can imagine don't want that at all, especially they wouldn't want you working for a competitor, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So there are some companies which have very stringent policies. Uh, What we're going to see is some certain job roles where the company knows that this person can 
get this job done in, in three or four days of their week. And they can still, you know, uh, get all the outcomes that they require from, from that work. Uh, in those scenarios, companies are okay to do that. We're seeing that in HR professionals a lot. So a lot of HR professionals are working three, four days a week. And then the other couple of days, they are going out and doing their own thing as consultants uh, or just doing things which are not relevant to HR. Uh, um, and the same thing we are seeing with uh, roles such as, uh, you know, procurement. Uh, but that's not a big number. But HR is one of the spaces that we're seeing this trend happen quite a bit. Yeah. And what advice might you have for somebody who wants to do that? Somebody who's in a role right now where they think they have ex- extra capacity. What What are your thoughts for what they how how should they approach their current employer? And then what should they do to not ha- make sure that there's their secondary side hustle, so to speak, is not just a hobby, but something that's also a real business. Yeah, um, I, I think it all comes down to people who have this entrepreneurial streak. You know, they they want to go out and do things which are not exactly a nine to five uh, job. So there is a sm- there's a there's a small percentage today. Uh, but with with the whole advent of internet and you know having access to every single tool that's out there, you know, ChatGPT or anything that makes your job really easy to to go out and try something new. Even it doesn't matter if it works or not. But I think. There are people who are trying that out and some people are successful at doing it. Um, in, in my view, uh, it, it's very important for professionals to be very honest with their employer of what they're doing. And uh, clearly there should not be a conflict of interest where you work three days you know, with your employer and then the other two days you're working for a competitor. Uh, just not going to turn out good for anyone. Um, so I think just having that you know, ethical integrity and honesty about having that conversation with the senior management and saying like, hey, I can get the job done in three to four days and I want to go out and do other things. Um, they might require some change in policies in the companies, but we're seeing that happen. Except a few large employers, um, most of the people are okay with it. That's that's our understanding, yeah. And and what about to that that person who is starting that business? What what advice do you have for them to make it really a, a business that can be profitable for them and not something that really is a drain on them? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's more about finding your zone of genius. What that means is what you're good at, what you're passionate and excited about. Um, you know, those two things can come together for you. It doesn't have to be the same thing that you do on your job, right? Maybe some people are great at like building gardens, uh, you know, or they're really great at uh, uh, another hobby, which could turn into a profession like, you know, being a coach to a sports team. All of those things people can adopt, but you've got to you know, look internally first and find out what your where your zone of genius is, what you're good at, what you know about, and what you will be excited about working for the coming years, even if it's just two days a week. Uh, that would be my you know biggest advice to them. Yeah. And Charak, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who's a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Yeah, I think for me, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm big into philosophy, so Epictetus would be one of those philosophers. Uh, you know, uh, who was also a slave at the time with the, with the, you know, empire, but he was also the teacher of Marcus Aurelius. Um, and I read a lot about him. So I think uh, he would be my hero. Um, unfortunately, I can't have a one-on-one with him, but, uh, you know, whatever's out there, I, I love to learn about him. Yeah. And lastly, Sharak, how can somebody contact you? Um, I'm mostly available on LinkedIn, um, you know, so people can reach out to me over LinkedIn. So if you just type in Sharik, which is S-H-A-R-E-K-H and CleverX, the name of my company, I should pop up on your LinkedIn feed and, you know, happy to connect with your audience if they have any questions. All right, Sharik Sheikh, the founder of CleverX. Thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you for having me. 
review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.